0: A daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, we are back to close out the week as we are going to continue to talk about this Sabbath rest and finding those opportunities for rest. So we've looked at some of the... The case for why we're looking at why do we want to do this because we're designed this way, God calls for it, and it's still relevant. We've looked at rest and dwelling, um, and and these are all good things for us to continue to consider. But we always ask how, you know, what should I be able to do? What should I be able to to try to put into practice that may help me? To do this Now, again, we go back to yesterday's show. It's still going to take discipline. Now, I can't necessarily teach you discipline. You're going to have to be able to ask God to be able to help you with discipline and to be able to give you some self-control. I mean, that is the fruit of the Spirit. We already have it, which means we just maybe need more of it and uh, it's not in perfect measure. And so what we're going to do is ask God to be able to help us in discipline. But here are some things to be able to practice, things that you can start to be able to say, all right, how can I start to do this? And so I think, and a couple of things I've learned, uh, so Tim Keller brought some of these out, and I'm going to just kind of work through them with you because... uh, I think it's it's they're really helpful to be able to hear. And it starts with this. Make sure some time is completely unplanned. Now, that's a hard one for some people because we like to plan out everything, don't we? We like to make sure. Like, if we're going to have a Sabbath rest, then I'm going to plan for it. But why can't we have some room for unplanned rest? This means having a day that you can do whatever comes to mind or to your heart. And you're going to be able to then find that rest in whether it's in nature or whether it's in, you know, some, uh, you know, in, maybe it is an activity that you're trying to be able to do. And so that might be one. Next one, take some avocational time. So avocation is something that is pleasurable for you, but that takes some skill and expertise. Usually it is something that others do for a living. This could be a sport, but it also could be anything from carpentry to music. And so if you're thinking about, and why it's saying a vocational, because you're not supposed to take your vocation, you're supposed to take something else that somebody else has as their vocation, and to be able to try to Put some skill into it, so if you're not a carpenter and you're like, Ooh, but I you know I' like to work with wood and then, then go do that. take some time um, if that's the moments that uh, you're going to be able to find some rest, be able to do that. So where is it that you can start to find something else? Uh, the next one is contemplative time. so the Bible requires that we observe the Sabbath day with um, gathered worship, but that isn't it, right? That that shouldn't be like, ooh, got my Sabbath rest in because I went to church. This is still an opportunity for us to be able to grow in this because prayer, as we talked about yesterday, Jesus in his, his, his uh, solitary time, he went away. Journaling, reading, reflecting, these are all crucial ways that we replenish that inward rest that Christ calls for. Uh, Hebrews 4, 1-10 draws a remarkable al- analogy between the gospel of free grace and the Sabbath. All right, The writer says, There remains then a rest for the people of God, for anyone who enters God's rest also rest from his own work, just as God rested from his. So when we find salvation through Christ, we rest from the most uh, debilitating work of all the work of establishing our own worth through our efforts, the work of earning our own salvation. So this contemplative time can look different, right? So sometimes it's going to be a dedicated prayer time. You want to find this. There should be some time throughout your day that you're going to be able to find this contemplative time, but it can look different. So some, as I've um, tried to be able to put into practice and even encouraging others to put into practice is the idea of journaling. And so for the journaling, what we're trying to be able to say is like writing down your thoughts can be a good thing. Writing down your day and talking about highs and lows, writing down those prayer requests, things that you want to be able to see God do, right? And that. Is all good for your contemplative time. Find something that you connect with. And once you start to do it, give it at least a week, seven days. Sometimes people would even say, if you're trying to create a habit, do it for two weeks or even longer, and try to be able to create that as a habit. That's how you're going to find some discipline, because once you're going to find that it's useful, you're not going to want to go away from it. Next one, take some aesthetic time. Genesis account indicates that God rested from his work, at least partly, in order to enjoy creation. So Genesis 1 and 2, we see God viewing all that he has made and saying, it's good, it's good. And then, you know, as he creates man, he says, it's it's very, very good. And so what we see is that God enjoys creation. So why is it that we wouldn't take some time to soak it in as well? And sometimes that also will look different for different people. So as you know, We live in the concrete jungle here in Chicago, which means it's an urban setting and there are lots of people around. There are lots of houses around, and you have to drive just a little bit to go to, you know, like forest preserves or something like that. But it doesn't mean you can't take in the aesthetics of creation. You know, sitting on the porch in the morning drinking coffee, you know, with no TV or, you know, background sounds can be a time for me for the aesthetics the wind blowing the breeze whatever it might be hopefully the sun is shining i like when the sun shines and you take those moments and you take it in and it can feel very energizing because it's restful um next one take time to nurture relationships now sometimes you don't see relationships as a way in which you rest and that would be the way that you would also understand which relationships are good for you to find rest in. Because if you aren't feeling safe in relationships, then of course you that's not going to be something restful. Trying to be able to nurture a relationship that you find is really difficult is not going to be one that you're going to find any rest in. But are there relationships that you enjoy people and people enjoy you, and it's a, a reciprocal kind of uh, understanding between people. This is something that you can jump into and say, "I want to continue to have these relational ties with community, with people." And that's—I'm just going to um, throw in one more, and uh, and 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 here's this—you is, you know—again from from Tim Keller. He says, inject Sabbath into your work. So some people are so given to overwork that even regular time off doesn't seem to keep them from being totally exhausted by the intensity of their work week. Associated with the Sabbath laws were the gleaning laws in which the owners of fields were not allowed to harvest out of the edges of their fields. They had to leave a percentage of grain in the field for the poor to come and take. Some people have used this as an inspiration for deliberately setting fewer goals for themselves in a given day and week, not harvesting out to the edges, not trying to squeeze productivity out of every single second of every single day. That's a word that we need to hear. And I've never understood and and heard it um, quite in that way, but I really love the idea of injecting Sabbath into our work Meaning we don't have to be able to schedule every second. Can there be something that we're going to find for us that's going to be good? Something that we don't have to be able to just say, yeah, yeah, I've got every every Sabbath moment going to be scheduled. Is it really a Sabbath? How can we find Sabbath in our day? All right, I'm going to leave you there for this week a little bit longer today just going through some of those ideas Um, maybe we're going to continue this I'm going to see if there's some more material to be able to pass along I'd like to be able to help and I'm going to continue myself to try some of these practices and you then in turn can hold me accountable. All right, everybody, we will uh, be back next week. So have a great weekend, and uh, make sure you get to Sabbath worship. All right, take care.